and welcome to Attack of the Queer Wolf. I'm Brennan. I'm Michael. I'm Nay. Hey. And once again, we're joined by our very special guest co-host, Joelle. Hey, <laughs> it's so weird without headphones. To I know. It's so nice, sorry. It's like an actual conversation. It is. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, true. Full disclosure, if any of the sound is super shitty, Ernie's out of town and <laughs> I am here to just like paw at the soundboard like a like some kind of cat. Um, <laughs> anyway, also, I will let you know, Michael, you are really a professional because your sound like bar has to be way lower than everybody else's because your voice is so loud automatically. It's, yeah. You're like Idina Menzel, basically. Yeah, I have the chops. You do? Yeah. <laughs> Set theater yeah. training. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're also joined break by an extremely special guest. For real. You Aww. probably know him for playing the role of Butch in I Was a Teenage Bear <laughs> but he's also the director of Escape Room, Insidious, The Last Key, and The Taking of Deborah Logan. Damn. It's Adam Robitaille. Woo! Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, Adam. Oh, yeah, thank thanks so much so for coming. Yes, I was impaled by a werebear penis. <laughs> Guilty. I love that short so much. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you did. Anyways. Brendan, um, while you were um, out running an errand, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about his performance in 2001 Maniacs as well. Yeah. Oh, Lester. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made love to a sheep. <laughs> you do seem like a Lester to me. Thank you. Just, a sheep just lover. Just general pervy kind of vibe coming from me. That's awesome. I have questions about the werewolf dick. Like, does the does it hair grow all like over the complete dick? I didn't look all? too closely really at the yeah. lipstick on the of shaft? it all. I, was, it, look, I tried to avoid the lipstick. It's like a hairy shaft. Like, it's it's under a twenty minutes. It's not a big commitment. Yeah, like there's like a dragon dildo and stuff, so you could get the anatomy of animals if that's what you're You're just wondering if this definitely went to the gutter real quick. You know, I'm like, I need to know what's going on and I can't see it. Just wondering. Just in case. Good question. Yeah. Just like a visual scan. (laughs) You know, you ask folks about testing, but just like a quick little visual scan. Yeah, I I gotcha. Appropriate. True. Um, (laughs) So, Adam asked if it gets blue at all. No, not at all. We'd be really offended if you made a gross joke at all. Okay, good. Then I'm not going to be able to speak. I'm a good Christian woman. Mm, Me too. I wear my hats. We all have our pearls ready to be clutched. Clutched. Gaze in their hats. Um, But speaking of tea time, let's spill it. What have we all been watching? Michael doesn't like to be asked first. I so. always am asked first. Joelle. Joelle, why don't you lead us off? You're in the hot seat. Okay. I, well, I'll just be honest. I've been watching Game of Thrones. I've been oh, watching yeah. it and rewatching it. That and She-Ra getting my, my <laughs> queer love on. If you guys aren't watching the new uh, animated series, She-Ra, uh, Noelle Stevens uh, created it with her partner. It is gay as hell. Uh, everyone's a lesbian, just lesbians, and then one gay guy in an adorable crop top. It is oh, okay. the best. There are black gay dads this <laughs> season. Where's it airing? Oh, Netflix. Oh, it's on okay. Netflix. Season two just came out. Uh, show it to your children. Let them know. Like, see, see homosexual black dads. Oh my god, I'm not gonna cry. A lot. If you can also go online and see a lot of people kind of giving testimonials. Um, Netflix does a lot of times, uh, the first time I saw me, uh, there are a lot of black men talking about being like, I'm raising a kid. It's just really gorgeous. It's beautiful. But Is it also, live action or animated? It's animated. Animated, okay. Um, but also Arya Stark did what the fuck she had to do this week. 
And it was great. <laughs> all these people bitching about the darkness of it I, I i love that it was so dark i mean i enjoyed like not being able to see what i couldn't see and like i agree that the dark re- no so i agree with you if, if your tv is calibrated right and you're not streaming it it's so beautiful uh but hbo needs to up their stream to the same level as amazon stream so mm. that we can all see because a lot of us especially here on the west coast are like look i know it drops on the stream at six i'm trying to live tweet and enjoy with the fandom, so I have to stream it, and that stream is not coming in strong, guys, and it's not my internet. It's my boyfriend with his job knows about all the calibrations and yeah. the what so you just nice. said about like Amazon streams being better than HBO, mm-hmm. and he like has been telling me about that for weeks. It's really like, bad. Even it's, before that, he's like, HBO Go has a horrible... It's coming oh, in yeah. As a platform, is horrible, yeah. I'm going to watch it three mm, times anyway, crazy. so I guess it doesn't really matter, but... Yeah. I, I will say I did not approve of the kind of elitist tone that Twitter was taking. It's like, oh, you need to buy better TVs. Like, oh, sorry. It's like, uh, maybe I can't. <laughs> I also feel like not everyone works in this industry and to expect, like, you know, my grandmother to know how to calibrate her Also, TV. a lot of people, when they buy a TV, they don't want to have to work to make their picture look proper. Right. We're not all cinematographers. Having lived with several cinematographers, uh-huh. they're on the first thing when the TV comes out, I'm just going to calibrate it and get it right. And this is our game setting. Okay, we're good. Uh, not all of us do that job, sweetie. We don't all know how to do it. So, I was wondering sorry. why you're walking around with an F-stop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's just for my selfies. Yeah, but you know, it, the thing is, it's like, and if some people are saying because of the CG of it all, it's like it costs less if you the less you see, but like, it's a medieval battlefield in the middle of the night. What do you dark. want? Like a yeah. stadium? Like, you know, it was Well, the DP said it was all about natural lighting for him, right? Yeah. I didn't see it, so mm-hmm. I'm way, way, <laughs> yeah, way, way, never, way, way behind. I want to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. I do. I'm not one of those people's like, I've never seen it and mm. feel, you know, elite for Empowered that. Or- yeah. No, I'm just like, <laughs> sometimes, it, you know, if some, if I hear about just like... Series, seasons and seasons of stories about white people. I can't always oh, yeah. <laughs> convince myself to do it, but I know. Sure. But I do that with shows. All it's not like I've never watched seasons and seasons of shows. Sometimes about white you people. just have that's to. like all you want. I mean, that's mm-hmm. like most shows. That's what's right? available to us. It's a great title: Seasons to. and Seasons <laughs> of <laughs> White People. Who, who don't season a show? <laughs> <with Taylor Swift. laughs> oh, we, oh, we season. We season. And to Taylor Swift, the only season they're doing. Okay, is, 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 is the shows. I, you know. I will say, sorry, what? I don't, oh, okay. anyway, um, uh, I, I <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm watching this current season with my boyfriend because he's so amped. He's like a huge fan. Yes. But, love your boyfriend. Thank you. Get it. Um, I have great taste. You do. Um, but I've personally only seen the first season and now I'm watching this one with him. No. And on, no, honestly. What? Honestly, it's so working for me <laughs> because all of the characters who got introduced after season one have been killed before season eight. So I'm just on the exact same playing field as everybody else. Yeah. I feel great about it. And they're it. all Did coming you know back together. Yeah. Okay. Like, I've seen GIFs. I know this. about okay. the Snow Queen's Ice Dragon. I know everything. The Snow Queen's Ice Dragon. Oh. I really love the you description. sound wider. <laughs> I think you've got to recap it. Like, on see, this is why I haven't been sold. Is anyone listening to Nate? That's that's why I haven't been sold. I'm like the Snow Dragon's Ice Princess. Wait, what did you say? That is this is the whitest shit I have ever heard. That's a joke that I make. Oh, okay. That's E.L. James's pen name from when she wrote Fifty Shades of Grey as a oh, Twilight fan fiction. Um, but there okay. is an also ice very white and basically a snow queen. So. <laughs> okay, ice prince. Ice dragon is amazing. Uh, he's really dope. You should Wait, just 
a person or a dragon? It's, it's a, a dragon. dragon. But it was birthed Maybe by Maybe you and I should watch it together. Maybe. Yeah. Listen, do it. There's some great horror moments. Uh, a lot of like classic throwbacks to, oh my God, what's like the first... Oh, my dad would kill me. This is walking skeleton. Creepy. It's oh, like, like Jason and the Argonauts? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. In season three, you get a great Jason and the Argonauts moment that is, it's just, it's so beautiful. It's wonderful. <laughs> you guys would love it. Yeah. I think I could get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Into sure. It. Season yeah. one and eight are great. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nay, what have you been watching? <laughs> um, you know, I was trying to think about that. I have, it's been so wild. Um, I've been reading. Ooh. Uh, not that bad by Roxanne Gay. <gasps> oh, okay. Love. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And I, the, the point that I walked away with so far, um, was just that a lot of us have really bad things happen to us and we are like, it's not that bad because we know things that have happened that are worse. We know maybe we're quote unquote lucky for only mm. having, but literally Roxanne Gay in this book is like, talking about being a young person gang banged in the woods, like oh gang bang raped yeah. in the woods. And how she's like, well, you know, like I didn't get killed and or like no one pulled a, a gun on me. Like, it's not that bad. And literally it's fucking bad. It's mm-hmm. bad. And just how when we don't acknowledge the pain and hurt and trauma that we have experienced, which we all have our reasons for doing that or not doing that, how we it's like we elevate ourselves to this place where you're not supposed to think anything is that bad that happens to you. And you're just supposed to like keep operating and functioning as though things were not that bad. And that was just really spoke to me. Cause I think, you know, especially women, I feel like are told you like get it to get, like you can't be overly emotional and you get it together because you have shit to handle. And I really appreciate thinking about taking time to really understand things that have happened to us. I mean, I, you know, I love therapy. I think all of us, no matter what have happened so to good. us could benefit from a good therapist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which of course <clears throat> it, there's access issues to that and whatnot, but yeah, so she's been doing some reading. That sounds read lovely. All of I mean, it's kind of hard. Obviously it's not like the easiest reading. She's so great though. Read about rape culture, but and she, yeah. she writes in really she, short chapters, which makes it yes. really helpful. Hunger is amazing. Yeah. But if you want to start light and kind of not, uh, drown yourself in heavy emotions, try bad feminist. Yes. It is, is the absolute shit. It's a collection of short essays yeah. about, I would like to be a good feminist, but I'm so fallible. <laughs> yeah. Difficult and I still women. like dick. So it's just really hard to be a good feminist when you like penis. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. I love her. She is. And she, she's fucking hot. She's amazing. I'm like, can we talk about that? Can someone tell Roxanne Gay that I think she's hot? Because <laughs> she's not responding Twitter. to my DMs. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 sometimes, sometimes, okay, I don't always. I mean, that restraining order was just, it's right. just a, <laughs> just a suggestion. suggestion. It's a suggestion. <laughs> but sometimes she looks so good. And I'm like, you know what? I just need to tell this person. They're never going to, you know, read this DM actually. But I'm like, if you do, you'll Get it see out of your system. Like six old replies from <laughs> the past five years that are like, uh, you look great though. <laughs> like whatever they are that haircut boo working yeah. yes you know I'm like oh on another flight huh mm-hmm. yeah don't see about me god damn it man <laughs> so what do we got Michael for you um <clears throat> I saw Endgame loved yeah, it did. loved it not a huge fan of comic book movies but it was fun and I cried um on your left yeah. And then I actually last night went to the premiere of Chelsea Stardust's All That We Destroy, which premieres on Hulu tomorrow. So when this airs, it will have premiered 
six days ago. It's available to you. It's available to you now and go watch it. It's fun. It's unnerving. It's creepy. Um, Adam was there. What's it about? So it's about this mother who's a geneticist and her son is essentially going to become a serial killer. So she keeps cloning one of his victims so he doesn't kill any. Buddy else. Yeah, it's a great oh. therapy session. Talk about Ooh, therapy yeah. sessions. Yeah. He's killing the same person. So he's killing the same person who's played by oh. Aurora Paranow, who's amazing. Oh, yeah. I love mm-hmm. her. Yeah. So, and Israel Broussard is the son that is killing hey. Aurora over and over and over That's again. Cool. Samantha Mathis plays the mother. Frank Whaley plays, I don't want to say. Yeah, I'll give yeah. away. Uh, Dora Madison plays a neighbor. Small cast. Chelsea did an amazing job with like limited locations, limited money, limited time. That's what makes the best horror. Yeah. I mean, it's great. She's so great. So deft. It's, um, it's a really good time. And Sean Keller and Jim Agnew wrote it. I know all these people. So I'm like fawning over them because they're like some of my closest friends. And And you're in the movie, right? And I actually, I have an appearance. I uh, walk by the screen at one point, Uh, walk on screen at one point. Someone screen snap it. So we do a where's Waldo. (laughs) And, uh, it's Chelsea's feature film debut, and I'm just oh, so happy right. and proud of her. I Congratulations. love her so much. Support so. female directors. Yeah. And right. uh, I got to meet Mr. Robitel last night, actually. Yeah. Because really, he sat right behind yeah, me. I heard you were a great movie. <clears throat> I cackle. I'm a yes. cackler. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to say, I have to mirror your sentiments. I mean, uh, Chelsea was my assistant on uh, Insidious, and she, you know, she works really, really hard, and she's had to, I, I really, uh, and I've, having worked now with a lot of professional women, like I, you know, it's the struggle is real. You know, she's had to work her ass off her to just get her off. foot in the door. Yeah. And I've seen her fight and uh, she deserves this. She deserves this moment. And yeah, the movie's really twisted and gnarly. And, and yeah, you know, hard to watch in places, but funny too. Yeah. And, you know, and uh, they, yeah, they, they did a great job. So I love really her so her. much. I'm so excited. She's going to be in here in a few, like a month and a half. Awesome. To do a, a, do an episode. And also her second movie premieres in four weeks. I know. Who does that? She's literally having she's her literally two movies herself. premiere in in the same month. Jesus, yeah. that's amazing. Her second Bad movie is called, uh, right? Like the reign of stardust. <laughs> Her second movie is Satanic Panic, which is Fangoria's uh, yeah, yeah. first mm-hmm. movie back. Yeah. Um, and it premieres at the Overlook Film Festival at the end of the month. Ooh, I'm wow. so excited about this. Yeah. I saw, I saw a snippet of Panic and it's a fucking blast. Is it set in the 80s? No. Is no. It, it's a current movie? It's a current movie. It's about a pizza delivery girl who on her last delivery of the night happens to be delivering to a group of Satanists. <laughs> we love pizza. Okay. So she lives in Covina. <laughs> Exciting. Amazing. Yeah. So that premieres in like four weeks. Okay. So, awesome. but yeah, all that we destroy, give it a shot. It's yeah, on Hulu. Watch it this weekend. For sure. Yeah. Chill. What about you, Adam? Oh man. Great question. I'm always watching stuff that when I'm developing movies. So I like, I, I do a lot of research stuff, which mm-hmm. almost feels like work. So then I, I, I discovered this movie last night that, uh, um, bloody disgusting and talked about called the Headhunter, oh. which was made for like $30,000. And it sort of like takes the game of Thrones kind of milieu of like this, weird medieval like knight who's living in the middle of the woods and there's these monsters out there, but it was incredibly well rendered. Uh, the guy's name, I think I just wanted, uh, yeah, yeah. Directed by Jordan Downey. I just hit him up on Facebook to tell him congratulations. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah. And it was mostly just really amazing visual storytelling and, uh, you can get it on iTunes and, uh, yeah, just a fucked up dude who's hunting these heads of these monsters and and, he's avenging his daughter's death and, um, yeah, just really solid storytelling. So hopefully it leads to more stuff for 
for the filmmakers. And you saw it on Netflix? It was on iTunes. iTunes. I got it on iTunes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. 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 Is that it like, so awesome? Is it like Bone Tomahawk? It's that kind of graphic. It's definitely movie. like, you know, loved lots of, movie. but just really great use of prosthetics and just, you know, it's what you don't see a lot of the times. It's mostly just him in that, that shack in the middle of the woods. Ooh. But yeah, if you like that kind of gritty, you know, yeah, yeah it, it, it was very cool. Yeah. So cool. Bone Tomahawk has the best final death of any Oh my God. Bone Tomahawk's an awesome movie. Yeah. Craig Jolly. Craig Jollers. And he's just such a unique voice. I mean, his writing is so that amazing. Like dynamo. He started off as like a baker, which is really on the side, mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. He wrote like, a script called Big more, Stone Bread, which is amazing. <laughs> right. like Michael Mann was attached Bread? to it for a while. Treats? Oh. Yeah. Do you know what he bakes? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I think he was like, like working at a cupcake place. <laughs> Okay. We got to invite him and be like, but also yeah. maybe bring us some cupcakes. Yeah. Yeah. Horror people are everywhere. Michael just wanted to know if. if he makes dong bread. Dong. <laughs> I already know. Michael's like, does he make long loaves okay. of bread? Fruit long cake. <laughs> Lots of fruit cake. What did we watch when I had a dong of bread? Heavenly Creatures. Uh, I mean, oh, perfect. Yeah. Episode, I remember yeah. penis bread. Mm-hmm. That's the only time we've all watched the movie together before recording. I'm really glad you guys did that. <laughs> yeah, it was, was it was iconic for sure. Was it the bread cut? <laughs> eventually it was yeah. i made it they had right. a bris yeah they had a bris <laughs> i circumcised it okay so i have a request of you michael can i request my theme music one last time? one last time yeah oh okay um okay we, so see there's my adina menzel amazing <laughs> this is the Revenge of Brennan's La Llorona Corner. Um, I don't have a La Llorona movie to talk about, but I didn't want to leave my like Llorona marathon hanging. You didn't give a ranking? I'd, not of those movies specifically, um, because I did write a top five Llorona movies for alternateending.com. Check it out. Okay. But I wanted to share with you all the top five hottest guys in the La Llorona movies. Oh. This is the kind of is list Is Daddy going to be number one? Okay, spoiler alert, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> So Adam, we, if you're not in the know, Brennan for like the last 13 weeks has talked about a La Llorona film okay. during tea I didn't realize time. That many, and there it was led lot. up to the new movie. Wow! Okay. <clears throat> so and this is a bonus. Yeah. So well, I guess spoiler alert for number one, it is Adria Collado. Mm. He was the guy from Kilometer do 31. I, get, oh, I, I have pictures yeah. to share. I was going to say, all. do I get visual? Yes, I'm going to give you a visual uh, audio visual. So he's got like a salt and pepper beard. He's yeah. got like. The best cheekbones, and then that lupine. Like, I describe him as dog. lupine. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and I, I am going to share all of these pictures on my Twitter. Also, at oh it's raining brands. I love when you say voice. She does. I love when she says that. I can't hear. I know. I'm so sorry. Tonight. No, you don't have to be sorry. Well, I feel like MJ Bassett, okay? I'm like, you, no sound, you sound good. I'm not putting the headphones on. No, she was bold. She was like, oh, yeah. I know where my voice is going. I, I am so grateful to meet bold women oh, yeah. who remind me to ask for things I never would have thought to ask yes. for. We talked about that last week. Asking for what you want. Yes. It's so important. Shoot your shot. And what I want is to start at the bottom now. Okay. Uh, number five. <laughs> um, okay. So number five is... The only white dude on the list, because I was running out of hot guys, so I had to include one. I'm sorry. Um, his name's Tom Parker. He's from the movie Joquel, um, which is the one with D. Wallace. Um, oh, okay. He just got like a kind of like oh, ruggedness hello. to him that I appreciated. Yeah. He's kind of like oh, a yeah, lumberjack that turned lumber, principal. Lumber, I like his yeah. Yeah. I like he it. He looks like 
six guys that live on my street in West Hollywood. His eyes look Fair. so angry. <laughs> He's got a hot neck. Definitely a turn on. Wait, can I see his neck? <laughs> okay, yeah, look at his neck. He do does have, have a hot neck. He has a hot neck. Do you remember on the Lura episode when we talked about <laughs> where your means. fish slit I would be? It? Didn't I say in between you my boobies? You said your chest, yeah. but we also talked about in the neck, and yeah. I feel like his neck would look great with a fish slit. <laughs> He does have a good neck. He's got a hot neck. So you're I'm you're peeking. I'm you're so peeking. Sorry. I'm getting very okay. Excited. Okay. Uh, number four is the ensemble of the whaler, which the is ensemble. Like, yeah. Cast. No, it's it's the cabin in the woods slasher movie starring okay. La Llorona. Um, all the dudes are shirtless in this. Yeah. Movie. Oh, yes. Thank and you. I have it's a like really really low res picture I took of my TV on my phone. I really like this. <laughs> I love Adam uh, looking around. Is like you know I am just constantly can amazed yeah. at how men can spend like supposedly straight men. Yeah. Can spend time with a bunch of other supposedly straight men. Shirts off. Like, they're doing the mm-hmm. most homoerotic stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that every time I watch, like, DP porn, <laughs> I'm like, you say you're not gay. You're literally rubbing your homie's dick through someone's vagina. Yeah. But, but like, like, such a thin layer of skin. balls are slapping together. <laughs> oh, you're not gay. Sure. It's like, that's the hottest part of the porn to me is how gay that is. <laughs> you know? It's just, I'm like, y'all are crazy. Like, this shit is gay. <laughs> <laughs> you watch like a music video yeah, and there's like a hundred guys with their shirts off yeah. right and like I'm around like, a pool okay. <laughs> We're not it's like watching a basketball game it's yes. just very homoerotic yes. just like oh all these shirts are off and we're just running around and our shorts are falling and, oh my it's, it's lovely. really special yeah I like it no, that's why I'm I wanted to it. you know give it a shout oh out God, I'm fucking your list up okay, um, no 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 it's fine no look commentary <laughs> is welcome um, but yeah, my number three is from the 2004 movie La Ciorona. So that's the one that was like a melodrama. That one's probably at the top of my list. That oh, one was okay. really fun. Um, but this is a Mexican actor who's st- still around. Like he's been doing stuff. He's not someone you necessarily might have heard of in America mm-hmm. out there or Norway. Um, yeah, Carmine. Hey. Yeah, hi, Carmine. <laughs> um, but his name is Miguel Rodarte. And I just, he has an interesting, like, oh. kind of brooding look that yes. I really like. Um, this is so fun. So I have to stretch across the table. This is a lot of fun. Ooh, oh, girl. wow. Also, so is that person gay? As far as I know, no, but with the faux hawk, gives off a queer vibe. <laughs> the scarves, there was definitely some under eyeliner. Oh yeah, no, there was def- he definitely had some hot. eyeliner in that yeah. picture. It was great. I'm here for it. Though. Oh my, oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's so hot. Bad Bunny, those those nails. Y'all know who Bad Bunny is? Uh-uh. You've seen that artist? You got to look at the nails. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. And well, I guess th- this well, is we're the still going to look at number one again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um, but this number two is a kind of a cheat. Because it's a sequel to the animated film, um, which is La Leyenda de la Llorona. Um, it's this a live one, action sequel, or he's a voice actor? No, he's a voice actor. Got it. Love but it. he's incredibly hot. Wow. He's <laughs> so like sought two. him out based on his voice. I actually, I, I saw him in a movie. <laughs> I saw him in a movie called Amor de Mis Amores, which okay. is. Uh, yeah. Oh, you've seen yeah, it? Or you've heard of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is fine. It, it's like a, it's a fun rom com. Movie, yeah. but I was like, "Oh, who is this guy?" Yeah. And I found out, no, it's coming, it's coming. I found out he was in a sequel to La Llorona. It's um La Leyenda del Charo Negro. He's like this kind of spooky ghost cowboy guy. Okay. Um, and his name is Eric Elias. And Jesus Christ! Oh my God! You wow. guys, he's like a ten. He is beautiful. Oh. He could be in a boy band. Whoa! <laughs> he is steamy. How did he, this yeah, not make you? I like Daddy, Daddy but one again, yeah, yeah. Look, I had to put Daddy Son as number, number one because we've spent so much time together. And True. The, no, the reason so much time together. The reason Eric is lower is because he's not in a La Llorona movie. I just needed True. to share him with the world. Okay. 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 Right. okay. Can you that send me his name, please? I can do that, yeah. <laughs> We're going to add it to the bank. What's up? <laughs> yeah, that person's hot. Yes, he is. And I, I wish Google just knew by now that I want to see them shirtless. 
Yo. I'm so sick of having to type the word shirtless. You're, you're so you're so sick of having to delete the word feet. Yeah. <laughs> Naked. No. I hope I sent this to the right Michael. Okay, you did. I, I, got it. <laughs> I got it. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Oh, cutie. Wait, Holy fuck. Let me see. I really like his Oh my. Nose. He. I really like the guy I that plays the Punisher, nose. but sexier. Yes. Oh, I yeah. love oh, yeah. Big like a John Berenstall yeah. type. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm less afraid he's going to just. <laughs> so, Adam, this is our show. <laughs> <laughs> we have yeah, the we, thirst. We are here to talk about a movie. <laughs> Um, it's, well, from 1986 or 87, depending on who you ask. Um, yeah, they all did say something different on the apps. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. It's something. Google says um, 86. Well, it's called a witch board, and the mm. answer is this board. We're here to talk about it today. <laughs> um, nice segue. Thank you. Um, I don't have a trailer. I, I pulled a lot of clips, but I don't know how to plug them in, so we're just not going to play mean, you had to pull a witch board of your own. <laughs> yeah. To get us going tonight? To, yeah, yeah, I had to yeah. do some appreciate sacrifices. It. We appreciate everyone yeah, sticking Kudos around. for the technical skills. <laughs> you maybe pulled it out. Anyway, um, let's just so talk. Just be a lot of screaming. That's the okay. trailer. Witchboard, <laughs> real easy summary. Tawny Katane, um, she has two homosexuals who are in love with her. Yes. Um, <laughs> Ideal. Yeah. One is her live-in construction worker boyfriend. The other is his childhood best friend. Um, the childhood best friend's very spooky-goofy. Um, <laughs> spooky-goofy. <laughs> he has a Ouija board. And they, you know, they play a thing. She starts to get possessed by this ghost demon situation. Malfator. (laughs) And they have to figure out who and why and how to stop it. Yeah. The end. David was a little shit. Mm. (laughs) Little fucker. Yeah. Kids suck. Did anyone come today with a shady summary? Sure did. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Uh, If you want your boyfriend to be able to say the words, I love you, become possessed by a ghost. (laughs) <laughs> so true that was his emotional journey yeah right, mine, mine, mine's long mine's a little longer but it's okay, a, a fiery it. damsel in distress uses a talking <laughs> board to conjure a demon to help her angsty chain-smoking latent bisexual boyfriend expel the one man who stands in the way of her heteronormative life and her master plan of progressive entrapment Ooh, wow that's beautiful oh, yeah i tried um, I was just going to say that it's super disappointing when the character that looks like a hot dyke aka lloyd Mm-hmm. Who's the first to die? Because Lloyd mm-hmm. looked like a hot ass. Oh yeah, yeah. Where is Lloyd? Was was Zerbeth, Zerbeth, the psychic? No, absolutely not. His construction no, worker friend, the guy with the yeah. sunglasses that always would the do this. Kind of hilarious, actually. Yeah, I'm like, he was cute. My, you know, one of the most attractive things in the world to me is when you glance at someone and you are a little unsure of their gender. Gender queer, yeah. And you you glance again, and you're like, I mean. I, I, it doesn't even matter. Huh. Maybe a hot Is that, is I that what happened when I walked in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, for I, I didn't know I was so transparent about that. Yeah, I was like, okay, Lloyd. But then, damn. Yeah. Sheetrock. Death. Damn. Yeah. Uh, that, that you know, sucked. that really surprised me. I, Same. I thought the hatchet was Same. maybe going to fall. That's what I thought, too. And oh, even yeah. when they were moving the sheetrock, I thought I the hatchet was still really going to be, like, time. under mm. the sheetrock. I definitely paused yeah. it and saw, like, the dummy body just, like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I was like, that's Bounce. not Lloyd. I hadn't seen it in a really long time, but yeah. Brian watched, was watching it with me, and we were both very impressed with, like, he kept going, this doesn't look cheap. Like that was him complimenting the movie. This movie doesn't look cheap. And I'm like, because it, it was. It was so, like that's but a compliment. It wasn't like they, it was they made had for a two million. Yeah, two million and eighty six. That yeah. kind of goes a long way. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Do you have a shady summary? I don't have a shady summary okay. answer. Adam's perfect one, but mine was just, I just kept thinking the whole movie, just just kiss, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was in my notes four a, times. Just kiss a little bit. I just feel like they have. Like, I feel like they, 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 they went, have. like, then, biblical, like, They, they, they like, on, like, rubbed their holes yeah, together, they, and they didn't speak for a couple of years. Dogs. I was yeah. done. Unaware. <laughs> they were in a circle That's jerk. Bumping That's why they had the, the tension that they had. Yeah. They used to date. Yeah. They remember watching But, like, it's so crazy if you think about, like, just the way that she, and then she gets possessed, and then by the end, she's wearing a man's outfit. Yeah. She's literally, like, has to kill. Yeah. 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 To literally kill his latent thing inside yeah. of him, like uh, yeah, 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 through the board, through the board. Yeah, there's a lot of wood. In this Hopped movie. on his back. <laughs> yeah, and that was like the you know from behind. Yeah. Okay. Um, <sighs> before we get too far into that, I, I want to do my shady summary. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The only horror film in history that insists on pronouncing Ouija the right way. <laughs> a ten out of ten masterpiece. Yeah. Wow. No, it's the most obnoxious part of. The and they like film. actually made a point we of like going over that. It's true. it's true. I don't see Ouija in there anywhere, my friends. When we would play the Ouija board later after that, I would, I would always like correct people. Like, I, was, I was suddenly the authority. Oh my god, such a witch board. Gay little right. boy thing to do. I know. Like we that's something job. I would have done as a kid and oh, been like yeah. looking back and be like, oh, I was like coming out to my friends and <laughs> <laughs> right. Trying to communicate. Like the very on brand story for your little gay ass. Yeah. <laughs> it means yes and yes. <laughs> no, but, but back to your point, Nate, about Lloyd. Mm. Everyone in this movie is soft butch, and this is the exact it's spectrum true. I want to live in. It's true. I also want to say again, I think it might have sounded weird that I said I don't want people I don't people should not be looking at people and trying to figure out their gender. Of course we do that a lot as human beings and like the way we categorize things with our brains. But I just I don't know. I something about what I said made me feel strange, and I don't okay. know what it was. And so I just wanted to name it. We're not trying to guess what's in your pants, but right? Exactly. I'm trying to figure out how you are presenting to me. Yes. And mm. when you fall in the middle of that, and you're like, I don't really give a fuck. I'm just whatever. That turns me on. Yes. <laughs> I really okay, like well, people who are you. just wavering in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not guessing people's genitals <laughs> no, out here. I don't, I don't care. No, we don't care. <laughs> I don't America's um, favorite talk show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that hasn't been a game show. I mean, America, it has. Have you watched like Maury? Packs. I remember as a kid watching so many episodes where they're like, guess if this per- this person is presenting oh as a God, woman, but totally guess right. if it's a man or a woman. <clears> and I God. sometimes when I think of fucking Maury the person that I am today right for many (laughs) reasons such a personal place I mean when I think about how many very very transphobic things I've done in my life Mm. that's a tough road to walk down I know but like thinking about that watching that show as a kid and like Mm -hmm. cackling and also you were a kid no I I know I know for sure but I mean I think it's just like a lesson to remember that we all have things to learn and never forget those kind of things because it helps us become better because if I think about who the person I would like to be and it's nowhere near the the person who watched Maury and was like cracking up at you know people's gender Um, but it's it's just I don't know I think it's good to remember that like totally at one point you can do something and think it's not fucked up at mm-hmm. all. And then not even that long later, be like, wow. There's been a sea change in education though, too. I yeah. mean, you know, I remember my, my sister and I were both gay and I was oh, able, God, I was able, I was able, and she, and she, she job, was, a, you know, she, she embraced her. She was, she was, was a butch little kid and, you know, oh she, God, and she, she didn't, 
And your sister next time. But the thing was, when I was, we were growing up, she didn't want to wear dresses, and mm-hmm. I, we would always be like, "You could, you'd be, you'd be so pretty, wear lipstick." Mm-hmm. And and it just, you know, we had that one picture of her in the communion dress, and she just mm-hmm. looked so naked mm-hmm. and vulnerable because she did not feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time and education to understand, like that's yeah. not the way she identifies, mm-hmm. and you know, but, but she's and, pretty in a flannel too. <laughs> 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 all of life is a journey of understanding other people's lives and yeah. stories and yeah and your own oh yes. yeah absolutely <laughs> but you're not always there at first and we've all done some bad things yeah. but i mean learning is the only way we can move on from that and making sure it doesn't happen again mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, like anybody in this movie who learned literally nothing. I was just going to segment Tony Katane's hair. Tony Katane's oh, girl. Katane. Let's talk about That's it. That's a character. Uh, oh, yeah. It was a time, it was a it was a time zone. I think. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Yeah, like literally <laughs> its own fucking zip code. Oh my god. Yeah, like, I would give it the minute she got movie. on screen I was like, is she wearing a fucking helmet? <laughs> yeah, I might have just like loved it. And I just loved it like She's definitely sexy though. I have she yes. really is. I haven't uh, seen this movie probably since college, so maybe like 20 years. And I was instantly struck by how everyone was at an 11 yeah. like right away. And like Brandon, <laughs> just the entire movie, he talks <laughs> like, like this. And I'm like, dude, unclench the butt. We just talk about the opening scene. Chill out. Scene. Yeah. I mean, the opening scene's amazing. Alone, the yeah. opening scene, you're like, this we is so right aggressive. And yes. I don't know why anyone is this level of angry with each other so early at a party. Confused. <laughs> because we're playing a group game. That's why. Like, it's you a humanity? dynamic. Because I could never let as much anger out. But the- we start right away. Like, yeah. we get into the story immediately. Jim's yeah. no intro. But is Jim a dick? So at the end, like, the, you know, yes. there's like Brandon was being a, a dick to him. I thought Brandon was And I was an like, asshole. why is she not sticking up for her boyfriend? I thought the exact yeah. same thing. Like, this is my house. How dare you come in here? First of all, you're all laid up on him. Is there, I have old school, like, black heteronormative ideas about like who you should be touching it's really dumb i'm trying to get over it but she's like laying on top of brandon but talking to jim and i was like i thought he was her boyfriend that's what i thought too what's going on i yeah that's true i definitely thought that too because when she went and sat by brandon i was like oh little power move brandon i'm like oh wait okay i I just was like oh she's dating a gay guy (laughs) <laughs> uh, I thought the guys then, on the couch yeah. were yeah. <laughs> I did too. Yeah. He's like sitting. Yeah, I was like, oh, Brandon and Ben Bauer with the glasses. Yes. yes. <laughs> Shout out Ben Bauer. They Listen to that episode. Like a couple. He looked like a Barbie doll though. He was like a, he was like a Ken doll. He yeah. was just like with the the rings and all the Yeah. Uh, yeah. What um so Adam, I have a question for you. Yeah. Does this movie hold any significance to you? Yeah, it does. Well, I, I told you earlier, full disclosure, it scared the shit out of me as yeah. a kid. But I, I was raised on insane stories of a talking board that possessed my grandmother's house for seven years in the oh, early 70s. My and my grandmother's a very, she was a very progressive. She's passed now, but she's very progressive and very, you know, smart and spiritual and stuff. But there was a period of time in the early 70s where they don't talk about that time. And um, yeah, it would, she would play with my father. They lived in a little house in the middle of the woods in New Hampshire. And oh it, it progressively God. got stronger. It materialized the entity materialized itself physically uh one time there were 20 people in the room and they said where her collie dog had just died they said where's sheba it said looked the planchette spelled out fireplace all of the logs fell into the perfect <gasps> shape of a collie dog what? burning in the fire yeah i have my, my grandfather wouldn't step foot in her house anymore because he was a total cynic and he said ask that thing what my best buddy's name was in, in the war uh-huh. and it spelled out p-h-i-s-h fish 
He had never told anybody. He his face went white. He stubbed. He never went back to my grandmother's house. So Holy shit like shit. that. Yeah, yeah. And towards the end, it was it had seven biblical things. It was demanding them to do what? kill babies, crush skulls. I am like blown away right now. <laughs> Did yeah, crush skulls. Well, they ended up they ended up having a woman from the Catholic Church come bless it and bless it in tongues. It wouldn't burn. <laughs> The house wouldn't burn. Wait, what no, were the, the other? The, the, uh, the the board wouldn't burn. What was the other five? Uh, <laughs> Kill uh, babies, skulls. Join Amway. No, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't remember all of them. But Bunk Ford. Yeah. Um, pay your taxes. No, I, I don't quite remember. But like other, yeah, just it. It's wild. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is wild. So wait, what was done with the board in the end? They ended up Fuck burning it. She blessed it with oils and and uh, burned it. And um, they did eventually burn it. Yeah, they the shot church, it. The church. The devil she called died. Lorraine Warren. She my grand my grandmother. Shut not. My Shut gra- the well, fuck they didn't up. come, but they talked to her on like a, a radio show. And Lorraine Warren said, "You you're fucking with." Oh, she didn't say. She said, you're, you're, you're dialing the wrong tune right now and you need to get away from that board immediately. So Whoa. those are the stories what? I was raised on. And, so, and, and this obviously played a part in your career. Right? Yeah. 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 Cause you ever, just, mm-hmm. um, when are we going to see your movie on this? Uh, I, you know, she, my grandmother was a lot of the inspiration for Deborah Logan, actually. No oh, kidding. She had a switchboard God. answering service and uh, a lot of the character work that went into that again, character like, was, was oh, my grandma. Oh, I'm going to. Yeah. Sans the wow. whole snake eating jaw distending thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't my grandmother Whoa. didn't do that. That is absolutely one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, wow. Thank Logan. you. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Me and Jesse. Like, we... Her whole, my, my partner, like her whole family roasts her about this movie. Cause she'd be like, do you want to watch it again? And they're like, <laughs> and they're like again, I get like, I can, that movie's so scary. I cannot watch it again. And they're like, yep, start it well, up. Well, you know, thank you for saying that for us. It was always, you know, you take the genre stuff out if the movie's interesting. And for us, like having a, having, um, Anne Ramsey's character, Sarah be so to feel that her mother dejected her yeah. and didn't accept her for her sexuality yeah. and, and that being the thing, but ultimately she was trying to protect her. That's such great, interesting drama mm-hmm. without the Alzheimer's, oh, yeah. without the possession stuff. Oh, and yeah. we should and have she Jesse on. Definitely have to do it. And we should have Jesse on. Oh, good Lord. She would <laughs> die. Yeah. Yes. Deborah yeah. Logan's on our list so for sure. Awesome. That's very really kind of you. Thank you. Really I'm, proud of I'm it. I'm not even that kind. So it's <laughs> <laughs> just a good movie. So your dad witnessed some of this stuff then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and my grandmother had she she saw a lot of she was she was I would say you know clairvoyant or something but like she, you know she would be out raking her leaves she lived in the middle of nowhere in and New in New Hampshire and my another story <laughs> my 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 cousin who was like a vice president of Mellencorp very buttoned down you know conservative guy and he went into the house and said, D, D, there's some guy sitting in Hank's front window, front window. Yeah. And she's like, calm down, just calm down. His neck. <laughs> and and, and he, she was like, oh, you know, that's, you know, calm down. She went here and she gave him a picture. She said, look at that picture. Is that him? Like, yeah, that, yes, that's New the, England. That's yes. the guy. Yeah, turn it over. She turns over. It's a memorial card. And, and she's, she's like, oh, that's just Phil. He likes to sit in that window, you know. Like in her house? It was in the neighbor's, neighbor's house. house. He had died like five years earlier and she used to always see him in the window. And we used to think she was batshit crazy until my cousin saw him and you know validated it so your dad too right yeah yeah yeah. my dad my dad was uh yeah so we then seeing the power of scaring people so she would hold court and tell ghost (laughs) stories (laughs) (laughs) you know then her when her friend marie died uh she said you know they would speak quite lucidly about what it was going to be like to die and she said you know marie lifelong catholic school friends and she said you know will you come to me when you pass i want to know that you're all right i will if i can i'm gonna be busy 
is what she said. <laughs> and then the night, uh, a week so after she died, uh, my grandmother woke up in the middle of the night and there was no moon. It was a very dark night. And this old defunct television was glowing a beautiful blue emanating light from the TV. And she got up and she had polio, so she couldn't walk. Oh, gets up on her stool. And only when she finally verbally acknowledged, that's you, Marie, isn't it? The, the light wane. And so she, she was totally convinced. And, uh, <sighs> This but then at the end, when she was she was getting her bad heart and stuff, you know, she was like, I don't know, like I would. She was like, Adam, when I rested on that table, all I saw was nothing but black, you know. Oh, and I was like, Fuck. Oh, no, please, it's no. the heaven, girl. Come she, on. She was, yo, she likes scaring you for real. There was black was a surprise party yes. they were throwing for her. The light was gonna flick on as soon as she. So we have oh you ever God. experienced any like I haven't, I haven't, and I did. I've done all these movies and so, but. I, I honestly, I, we did a ghost hunting show. We went to like, uh, what was that? That uh, ho- hotel in San Diego. Yes. Where, you know, I went to the Queen Mary, did all that stuff. Ooh, I haven't Mary had my too. own experience yet. I am convinced that the big attractions freak like spirits out. And they're right. like, I, we're not here to be attractions for you. I've had one encounter oh. at um, the first house I lived, the second house I lived in. Um, was built in the seventies and there were the lady who built it with her husband left messages underneath all of the k- drawers. Wow. So we would pull out the drawers to clean them and then we'd be like, oh my God, there's like a handwritten message. She'd be like, good thing wow. you cleaned in this drawer like that's, I told you to. Yes. That's creepy. Yeah, and the, but they were mostly love letters to the house. Like it was really beautiful of like, this is when we built this part oh. and this is what was in our hearts. So it's really gorgeous. And it wasn't even like, I think what I tell this people are like, oh, it was like an old lady in the house or something. No, it's a little boy. He's like seven and it creeped me the fuck out because he would like show up always in like a blue shirt and like these bright red pants and not doing anything. Like sometimes just running around a table, sometimes like just sitting watching TV. And I kind of kept it to myself until one day I, I screamed because I saw him and it like just freaked me out a little bit. And I was like, what happened? Like, it's the craziest thing, but I swear to God, sometimes I see a little boy in here. She's like in the red shirt. I was like, no, oh. no. Oh, that's so creepy. He didn't want anything. I Did you do any research? And- we couldn't find anything else about the couple that own the house. So all we have are her weird messages and little ghost boy. Whoa. I have no idea. I think like, I had one and it was mean? totally someone fucking with me. <laughs> so I was living in Sherman Oaks at the time in my apartment and I was asleep. And in, I was having a dream that I was asleep. Like, laying oh, in God. my bed. Oh, God. Like, right. sleeping. Someone walks in my room. Wait, I'm, say this thing. You, you had a dream that you were sleeping, so you could see yourself? Like, sleep I, paralysis? Yeah, I was, like, sleeping, but could see myself sleeping. Sleep paralysis. Okay. Yeah. So, disassociative state. Someone walked in my room, <laughs> and I couldn't turn mm. sleep paralysis. And I was like, who the fuck is that? He disappeared. Like, he, like, went down. And then I, like, look over, and he's face-to-face with me. <gasps> no! And, my, like like kneeling and next to my bed and I just see this face. So in my dr- I wake up like actually really wake up. And when I wake up the face is there. No. And then my fucking closet door no, no. at the same exact time fell off his hinge Excuse and smashed me. my fucking television. And that's oh and that's, that's when you leave the apartment. I like screamed at the top of my lungs <laughs> and my roommate you just hear her go at the time I was with my friend Aaron. She just goes um, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, no, 
know. Oh I don't God. know what just happened. But I think yeah. I think that was for the longest time. Like hearing you guys speak for the longest time, I thought it was just a huge coincidence. But now I really do feel like some someone visited me and he was just fucking with me. <laughs> no, the, the spirits yeah. were telling you you watch too many sitcom reruns. They're like, like stop you need to stop. Watch something better. Yes. We have to watch whatever you watch, bitch. <laughs> they were like, I don't want to hear about Marcy Darcy and nothing. <laughs> It's like, and then her haircut in season seven. I, mean, <laughs> I did a shit ton of research for like parapsychology in my day. And like, you know, it's really interesting. They used to have the, you know, Princeton, Duke, they had all of these massive universities who were doing these studies, but they never could find, but like legit, like legit, like verifiable empirical proof. That being said, there was tens of thousands of anecdotal data. And one of the really interesting things is this thing called a crisis apparition, which happens a lot where, uh, for example, uh, um, a woman will wake up and she'll see her husband freezing at the end of her bed and then she'll call the army brig and realize he has oh, pneumonia yeah. and one, you know, he's projected himself to mm-hmm. her and, and she somehow received it. And there was a case in London where this couple had kept seeing this woman fucking vacuuming their flat and it was terrifying. And, you know, it was a spectral vision of this woman and they thought she was dead. They did research. The woman was still alive and in a coma, like 20 kilometers away in Leeds and was projecting herself to this oh place God. that she liked. It was her home wow. and her sanctuary. So. First of all, can you and actually come vacuum? Is that a Dyson? Bitch, you missed the spot. So wild. Everyone in my family has been visited at least once by somebody who died, which I think oh is, God. Like, and they're like very, like your family, they like religious. And so like to admit that for them is it was that, that really is hard. My yeah. My mother so I haven't like, had, D hasn't visited me yet. That's the thing. It's like, where are you? I want, was, you know, it's so wild. Cause my, they all got them like the day after, you know, okay. like my mother's father died when she was in college. He died in a plane crash. So super unsaid. Oh. And it wasn't even her dad who came back. It was his brother. And he was like, your dad's with me, so you don't have to worry. Like, I've got him. And then she woke up to the phone ringing to learn that her father had passed. Like, wow. Mm. My dad did it when he was, like, four, and it was his grandfather who was just like, you don't even have to worry. I'm going to be back. We'll see each other soon. <laughs> see, if I had that, to, to me, that would give me unshakable faith. If I had an experience like that, yeah. the precognition of that is powerful. Mm-hmm. But I haven't sure. had that. So. I haven't had that yet either. So you know. I, I, I don't believe in anything. Mm-hmm. I like it is so hard for me to put my faith in anything. Literally, the internet can be like, you know, garlic is antimicrobial, and I'm like, is it? Like, <laughs> I like, I just, I just, I have. It's really a problem. I need to bring it up in therapy. But like, I so like, I'm an atheist. Like, I really, I just don't really believe much. I'm, in anything. I'm with you. So, yeah, me too. I, I'm okay. agnostic. However, but... yeah, you know, I, I, I teeter between yeah. the two. Um, <laughs> the point is, is like. I live when I first moved to LA. I moved into this place that was fondly called the Queer Mansion. Oh, girl! There was nine to ten of us living in this house in K Town. A huge house, um, kind of like. And I was young, so it was awesome. <laughs> I don't think I could do it again, but I was young and thought it was like the most. Amazing of course. Thing. Anyway, I a roommate had started to be like, you know, I think this house, like, there's a ghost in this house, and I was like, okay, but. <laughs> <laughs> but also didn't not believe my roommate. Well, sure. You know, I'm what like, was the, what was the reason? I'm like, I would believe you any other time. So one night my phone rings. It's like one in the morning. It's my roommate. I'm like, this bitch is down the hall. You're being annoying. So I don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, cause they used to, we used to yeah, fuck with each other. You know, we're all like young and annoying. And so we're like, ah, you know, um, and it, call, it rings and it rings again. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess, you know, I should answer. I answer. And Marine is like, Renee, come to my room right now. And so I go down the hall and my roommate is terrified. She's pale. She's like, 
the ghost that just tried to open my door. And she described it as like, as like a pencil etching, mm. like not really like firm lines, uh-huh. but just like kind of dark oh. and like etched out, kind of like Baba Duke, like the drawing, uh. like etched out, like pulling her door open. Queer. And I'm like, I know that whatever happened, you you 100,000% believe, believe this. It. Yeah. And so it was scary. And I, yeah. and that, but it got crazier. So there's so many of us, you didn't ever really know who was home when mm-hmm. necessarily. And we all, one of our favorite things about living together was hearing each other like laugh in other rooms. It would make us laugh, right? Like if you heard me laugh in the other room, you Absolutely. would crack look, yeah. right? Yeah. Podcast listeners across the world know this experience. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, we would hear like Surafell laugh. One, so one day in particular, we had a roommate named Surafell and we heard him laugh and we all started laughing because it was so cute. And then a few minutes later, not a few, 20 minutes later or so, he walks in the front door <gasps> nope. from work. <laughs> and we were like, what? Uh, how old was the house? Um, you know, at least like a hundred years, it was an older home and we looked up and someone had, had died in it like a man. Um, and so it happened with a couple, two other roommates at different times. We heard them laugh and we're like, Oh, that's so cute. Sean's laughing. And then that person would get home. Okay. And we'd be like, were you outside on Sounds the phone? Sounds like a trickster ghost. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it ghost. like mocked our joy. Okay, and I'm saying I'm saying this. The, the joy mocker, James Wall. Someone who literally, I would tell anyone at any moment, I do not believe in ghosts. But I'm t- these things did happen, and it was so undeniable. And it did, and we were like, "Is this? Do we have like a homophobic? Because everyone in the house was gay, and we were like, do we have a homophobic ghost in the house who's like, <laughs> like make oh, this yeah, make this movie, right? And, but it was truly. It was the joy mocker, joy mocker, mocker. and it truly was creepy. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, at the time, definitely wasn't as faithless as I am now, you know, because I was closer to being your old life. But Uh I couldn't explain it. And I had roommates who didn't believe in anything and who weren't scared. And roommates who believed very much was like, I'm having dreams at night now about this ghost, or I saw it in my room, or like. You know, one night, like it sounded. We lived in a home, so Mm -hmm. not an apartment building. And so, if you hear someone moving. It's someone in the home. And I think as someone who grew up not in a, a house, a one single family unit, when I hear a noise, I assume it's another apartment building or oh, something. Yeah. And so I, I remember having to get used to like hearing a noise and being like, oh, that is someone in the house because this is a single house. I don't mm-hmm. know if that sounds ridiculous. But uh-huh. um, when I, I'm like laying in Seraphel's room, one of the people the ghost mocked and I'm like, Seraphel, <laughs> who is going up and down the stairs right now? Because literally stomping up and down the stairs. And he was like, I don't know, I'm trying to sleep. And I was so mad because I was up <laughs> terrified and I was like trying to wake this fool up to like, <laughs> I'm like, I need, so, I need to know, but no, no one's on the stairs. The thing oh is, you, you know, if you're, if you if you're raised religious and then you step away from that, you yes. overcorrect a little oh, bit, Elsa, I think, yes, you know, that's me. I'm and like, fuck I, you, burn it down. <laughs> I, I interviewed, uh, uh, Ed Warren and on, and he was, like you said, he was so adamant that the, he was telling me about, uh, what were they? Uh, something ghost, uh, something ghost, uh, shadow ghosts. And they were like, he, they will, they can kill you. They can maim you. And he was so fucking convincing. Like all I know is whatever he was saying, he believed it 100% mm. on an atomic level. And that was creepy to me. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you just unlocked a memory for me. Oh my, oh. God. Oh my God. It's like inception. Okay. Yeah. I love cool. <laughs> okay. So when I was a kid, um, whenever I go to sleep at night, I would see things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do, do, uh, I don't know if you know the word, but there's these things called phosphenes. They're the lights that you see yes. when you close your eyes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to trip out on that shit. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Like, 
But it was, that's the most comparable way I can describe it. it. There were these things that looked like colorful etch-a-sketch drawings of like goblins and witches and things just floating around in the air yeah. around my bed. And I could see them with my eyes open or my eyes closed. Um, You're tapped in as a kid. I saw shit yeah. like that. I used to see these little, little people dancing across the top of my oh cabinet my <laughs> on my bunk bed. And they were fucking like trolls. Like, yeah, oh, they were, hell but, no. it, it just, but it was, I used to Every see shit like that for too a couple as a kid. months. Oh, wow. so it freaked me out. How did you like get over it? Did you just You're stop just or more do you remember? Open. Uh, they just kind of went away eventually, and I kind of repressed it and forgot about it. And yeah. I used to um, see like a nine foot tall Frankenstein in my closet when I would go to sleep. I used to always see a man. I usually pay extra right for that. <laughs> right? How tall? <laughs> yeah. Just standing Ooh, right. in the closet, not doing anything, but like. One night it just really freaked me out. So I just like blood curdling scream. And my parents are like, what the fuck is happening? And so they just came in and they're like, we could just leave your light on. I'm like, all right. I used to always say man at the end of my bed. Shadow lights. Yeah. No, that's that's very common. Yeah, again. That's very sleep paralysis. When that happens to me now, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. My cousin showed me ghost. When I was little, and Were that shit to me more. Up. Yes. When the when I the thought there was like little black the... shadow demons. Oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was and so pottery. scared of demons as a kid. Yeah, I was yeah. so scared of Satan, hell, and demons. I thought that was just like when I was bad. My mother would write on soap on the mirror as <gasps> as the devil saying, "You're getting closer to me every day." Oh my god! Oh, god. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> I would, you know, she cut- <laughs> Yeah. I would open the fucking bathroom door like dread with dread and it would be scary <gasps> writing like you Did know. you know it was her? No, no, no. not her. I thought it was the, I literally thought it was the devil for like at Yo! least three years. Every yeah. time I look to my right, I see fucking Jason Blum. Oh, yeah. fake head. Oh, I'm gonna go and close like, that. It actually really like, freaks me out. It's like Jesus fuck. S- staring unblinkingly. <laughs> awesome man, your mom had a lot of reprieve afterwards though, right? I was like good for a while. Right? I was definitely I'm good sure for a while. Like, yeah, yeah. I would do all kinds Evil of genius mother. Yeah. But when sleep, you think I about Catholic imagine. ideology, like it's so binary. It's like it's either yeah. you're with them or you're with yeah. the devil. You know, well, it's, and it's like it's so, so much grisly. Fear. Like yeah. I go, I remember the basement fucking church, and it would just be like these effigies of Christ right, with blood, blood and, everywhere, and yeah. the nuns looked like witches and you know it was just I, really, I disturbed my parents nuns around like nine witches. I got really into devices of torture and they're like what the fuck <laughs> oh, Yo, like, I would freak. buy a ton of books well I mean yeah I would buy like a bunch of books on like mummification but then like the Romans and I would like be over gender be describing like and then in the iron bowl they just basically cook you alive but there's like nothing in there so what's oh, that's really right, happening the iron bowl. is that you're getting like, welts on that. your skin and you can't escape because it's all metal and they'd be like uh-huh, that's really... <laughs> I mean, Catholicism, wow, I grew up Catholic, and it's just, Catholic pure, and it's just pure yeah. fear. Well, it's, not only that... Like they instill fear in you from the, the moment well, you start... it's fear and it's punishment. Yeah. Yes. Right? It's both hand-in-hand. Hand. A equals so, B. And I couldn't... I, don't, like, I really don't think I could comprehend or, or deal with it, and I just turned it into, well, what's the worst thing humans do to each other? If I just explore every avenue of that... Then I won't have to be afraid because I'll know what's coming. I got I really, really into And really, this. you were just doing your young BDSM. Outside of the show. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, they put like, a metal spike up your nose yes, and slow it around. Yes. <laughs> I remember just anecdotally, like, I was a lifeguard one year, and this girl was, she, her parents were mathematicians. And I remember reading, it was like the Celestine Prophecy, which is this book about, like, yeah, the yes. power of trees and stuff. And I was like, I was, I believed then. And I was like, you don't understand, each tree has a spirit. And, yes. and then she, she said, quite literally, like, I don't 
don't believe in God. Like I don't, and I, I couldn't, I was like so shocked, but just, mm-hmm. and then what I, what happened for me was I discovered Carl Sagan and I started reading yeah. just about how we're just this, you know, cosmic accident. And, yeah. and that we're is, and it, it itself is profound in a way. It's, it almost, yeah. it's almost more profound, but, but yeah, the, the vacuum of not having, I want to believe when I get some, you know, if I get sick that there's going to be some other thing, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's trippy. Yeah. You know? And it's, there's no wonder as you get older, you know, my grandmother's uh, uh, funeral and her mass and all of these, you know, 80 year old women in the front row just lapping up that story of Isaac. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. wow, this shit still sells to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it is so Lucrative. deeply ingrained in mm-hmm. every single part of those folks' lives. Yeah. Like I was telling my roommate earlier today how, um, <laughs> Uh, my family thinks or lots of people like my family think that like if you do something wrong then something catastrophic happens and I think I've told you all a million yes. times yeah. so oh, you thought you I killed thought, Princess Diana I thought I killed yeah. Princess Diana by, from watching Love Line like, we thought he made the Twin Towers drop yes oh like, my same god thing. Yeah, we had yes. been that's really some serious power you're wielding there holy shit my cousin was that's... like oh grandma has cancer because I had premarital sex mm-hmm. like wow. that kind of thing wow so just like That's a lot of oh guilt. To, and it reminds yes. me I meant to bring this up in tea time it reminds me of something that I was watching I watched that flat earther documentary <laughs> oh, oh. On Netflix. and listening to those folks talk Horrifying. remind me of like is that the convention honestly, one where they go to the convention yes okay I watched that Nuts. and it reminds me of I mean listening to a lot of religious folks like straight mm-hmm. up talk but yeah. there was someone on there who was like I, this that's like that psychiatrist that Okay, he, I don't think he was a psychologist. He was like a doctor of psychology at UCLA, um, a professor there. And he was talking about how, like, actually, I could probably talk to every single one of you and unearth one of your beliefs that is, like, just as far out Whoa. as this, like, flat. And I thought about it. I'm like, oh, you're so right. Probably. Like, well, give me an pro- example, though. You know, for instance, like, like some thinking? old wives' tale, maybe, that you believe and you haven't even, like, teased out. You right. just, like, always kind of thought that it was true. Right. Um, but is actually just so spectacularly false. <laughs> You're like, right. Oh wow. And so, I mean, it humanized a bit, but the, do you remember the experiments those people were doing to try and see if the earth was flat mm. around? <laughs> anyway, um, I, I think, think there's you're absolutely a lot of right. When you grow up like in a supremely religious environment and then you overcorrect. Yeah. And I'm, I'm wondering if I'll ever come back towards the middle and just like relax a little bit <laughs> because sometimes I think I'm like, Oh, if I hadn't grown up, as religious as I did, I'm like, would I still go to church now? Like, would right. it be like something I don't vehemently hate? Like, I don't know, but we'll, and we'll never know. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's all, there's usually a slingshot with things like that. Like yeah. uh, I talked about last week, literally a much smaller thing, but with Halloween three, like it got <laughs> so much hate that people slingshot it into loving it way too yeah. much. And that happens in a lot of ways. I think that happens in a lot of different smaller ways. When people come out, they oh, slingshot yeah. way far into like, I'm going to be, just Jack for two years. And some people are, and those people are beautiful, but um, (laughs) like people just lean in so hard into things that they think they need to be or that kind of thing. And then they find who they are. And sometimes that is who they are. Like I said, great thing. I'm I'm a leaner inner. <laughs> I lean in. Go I hard. Like I, I tend to lean in. For sure. I lean in yeah. hard when I came out and when I moved out. Oh here. yeah, of course. Like, oh yeah. Oh in, in some then you people, find your zone, and yeah, yeah. And some people that comes out is like a bathhouse phase, maybe. And again, bathhouses fine. aren't always phase. People go to them. <laughs> and they're great for wish those they people. Have some for women, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish they had a lot of things for women. The worst. All the guys are going in having fun. They're like, no ladies allowed. We're like, we're all dykes. Let us in. No. You can't go in, it's stupid. 
Yeah, no, I'm just like, I, I think that happens with a lot of different things. When it's just like such severe repression, you yes. just bounce right yeah. as far I'm as like, possible. Head to toe, rainbow and glitter, honey. Like Hell coming yeah. at you at a hundred. what like I quit drinking four and a half years ago or four years ago. I don't even know how long it's been at this point. But thank you. That's awesome. Um I didn't do AA and I still don't because my dad was so into AA Um, and was so about AA and would push AA even before, like even when I still drank and, you know, didn't have a problem per se that when I finally quit drinking, I was so dead set against doing it via AA because of the way he pushed it to me, not pushed it to me, but talked about it and how it's underlying spirituality too. Cause it's about a higher power. Yeah. And it was the only way he would say stuff like it's the only way you could really get sober and find God. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, like not to knock anybody that does it. My boyfriend of four years has been sober for, about seven now and he oh, does okay. AA and it's works for him. And, but I pushed really hard back against doing mm-hmm. the program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Granted it's worked for me the way I've done it, but it's yeah. just another yeah. example. Of- and, and again, all of these examples are not things that we condemn. They're not behaviors right, or activities. Right, exactly. that we condemn. Oh, Everybody's different. Not. That's the way I look at it. Whatever just, works for you works for you. Sometimes you hit the gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're off. So which board? <laughs> I was going to say, I find this conversation really fascinating because it, it does all stem back to which board. And again, to that opening scene, which I think just really just- <laughs> We're three minutes in the which board. <laughs> I can't get over this scene. First, why do we choose to start the movie this way? And how does it project forward? Because they start off with a conversation about does God exist? Mm. Right? And oh, yeah. through this whole time, I watched this scene four times trying to figure out, like, how does this play into the rest of the movie? Because- we don't ever we talk a lot about spirituality and evil, but never really back to this opening conversation of like, does God exist and is he here? And nobody ever turns to God for a moment, despite the fact that we end up in a church on a wedding. Is, am I missing something? Is there I just a think it's just the, it? the idea of that that's the supernatural entities exist. Then ergo, God must exist in a way, maybe, right? You know that if if there's dark, there's light. So maybe that's what I took from it was was that what in I, kind of satanic panic. I'm trying yeah. to get into the minds of like people watching. It what and I it. took from yeah. it is that they got married like immediately after everything stopped because like they were still they clean in the, the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he had like, a neck brace on. Like, I love that. I was like, wait, bitch couldn't wait till he had no neck brace we on. We have to be sanctified and- by God immediately. <laughs> 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 Mrs. Moses is like, br- like sweeping the house. Also, speaking of characters, I loved, I loved her. Mrs. Moses? Yeah. Oh, I love that shit. Oh, I love She had a lap dog or a lap What's going on? Yeah. Four palm all. There's something wrong with Linda. Yeah. she have a dog or a cat? Was that, what was that on her lap? You just asked that, right? Yeah. No. I don't know. Is it a lap dog or a lap cat? Yeah. I don't know. But I love that the first visual we got. I love Zarabeth. Zarabeth. T-T-F-N. Okay, Zarabeth, <laughs> I was like, says. I was so confused. I was like, this a little more annoying humor, witchy dyke. You oh, know, I loved her though. You know, I mean, she, she really was. Really <laughs> you know, the thing yeah. is, I really hate nonsense and like <laughs> when she kept she was like, experiently trained. <laughs> when she kept being, like a little psychic humor, fuck you. Oh, I yeah. don't understand people who say things and. <laughs> Especially like, if you oh, have that you, power. You're not trying to get a point across with what you're saying? Maybe that's why I was confused. Yeah. Or also, like, you're the expert here. Don't joke something. about it. 
Yeah, people but, people in positions of authority who use that to make jokes yeah. are kind of sickening to me. Yes. Like when cops are like, "Oh, you know, you're getting a ticket for that," and they're like, "Just kidding." It's like you sh- you shouldn't just, abuse. Well, that I, and also position. I just shit my pants, Mr. Yeah. Cop. Like, <laughs> I love that he just said her head looks like a rainbow because it did. <laughs> I love that she just happens to have the book with like Malfador in it, like in her apartment. Like, yeah. like I'm doing the Reese, no, Nancy Drew bit. Yeah, like, I mean, her, her like Nancy Rocky, her like Rocky Malfador. training montage of opening yes. a book was glorious. Oh, I know, it's like yeah. ten she seconds. Died a yes. lot, like a lot quicker than I thought. She By the was way, her death. Uh, there's a pretty good homage to that in The Conjuring 2 when uh, what's her name oh, gets yeah. impaled out the window. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm just saying. Conjuring universe. I also love that um, like apparently they never cleaned up from the party in the opening scene because there was all those beer cans. No, <laughs> right. That was irking me. You it know. pissed I, me I, off. I thought, that was part, I thought that was how he had to like summon the spirits was by making a, period, uh, a pyramid of beer cans or I something. I was like, are you in college? Well, I, I she's I in college, quit. right? She's like in Lost School? So she's in graduate school. Or is she in yeah, med school? Like, she med school? No, he was in well, well, Brandon is in law school, right? They Nobody said in the beginning Brandon he's in law school. Yeah. The answer he was pre-med or he was med student. But and also like knew the spirit world. Like, yeah. <laughs> had a mullet. And also a member of the village people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it legitimately did scare me. I mean, the idea of a talking board, because you, you could go out to a Toys R Us as a kid yeah, and buy one it. of these things. and uh, But it goes back again to this cognitive dissonance of like, we, we so want to believe, mm-hmm. you know, that we can make, make contact. And mm-hmm. yeah, that vulnerable time right after somebody, you lose somebody. And how many of these, there's a town um, in uh, upper state New York called, it'll come to me, um, that uh, it'll, the name will come to me, but it's uh, 10,000 psychics and they, all they do is readings uh-huh. and people go from all over Lilydale. There's a town in New York, upper state New York called <laughs> 10, Lilydale. Psychics? There's literally 10,000 psychics in the town and people come and they do readings and stuff. And it's, how would you pick? There's a great documentary on Netflix <laughs> about that. How would you pick? I don't yeah. know. They pick there you. is a doc. Huh? Uh, there's a doc. Yeah. Okay. But, but I what I, that. what I get from it is the, these aggrieved people who are being manipulated by very smart, you know, actors essentially and, and getting paid for it. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's egregious. There's a really good unsolved go mysteries here. about um, uh, mom and daughter duo that would like prey on people who just had family members die and Ugh. like grifted like hundreds of thousands of dollars from Yo, people. Mm. I had a psychic try to scam me um, a few years ago. I was driving and crying on my way to work, as one does. <laughs> on my way to work. Um, and, like, to be transparent, I was definitely, like, full-blown manic episode going on, like, crying on the way to work. And this car, and this woman in the car next to me is like, pull over. And I did. <laughs> I, yikes. You're I, open. You were in a moment. I don't, I don't even, I don't talk to strangers. Like, I don't even know. I cannot tell you. I mean, and that's how I definitely know I was manic. I, I don't know why I did it. Mm. and um i th- i think it was also kind of a low point in my life so once i realized all that could have gone really bad from pulling over when someone told you to pull over i didn't even care oh, i yeah, was like i don't there. even yeah i was like yeah. i don't actually care what could happen mm-hmm. like anyway uh, she saw me crying right and she's like i can tell like you just give so much to everyone else and no one takes <laughs> care of you and you can probably tell any woman crying that like they <laughs> right. they give too much you're to an other empath, value. You're an empath. Yes, yeah, I and I am. and I'm like, you're yeah, right, because she was <laughs> um, <Nice> money. <laughs> and but, no, literally, she's like, I really want to give you. A re- I just feel so 
connected to you. Like I had to tell you to pull over. Wow. I want to give you a reading. Um, you know, normally it's like twenty five hundred dollars, but like, <gasps> how much money do you have? Oh. And I was like, well, I'm crying on the way to work, so obviously I'm rich. Uh, <laughs> so I think I literally had like, you know, like thirty dollars for the next two weeks until payday or something. And I was like, I mean, I don't have any money. And she's like, I mean, I could even do it for like a hundred, <gasps> from twenty five hundred to one hundred. <laughs> It's you not connected. Discount, dr- like if a discount drive through. Okay, I'm like, did you see me driving this beat up Honda Fit or not? Like, you didn't ask the woman crying in her Range Rover to pull over. You asked me to pull over. I know you see the the gas cap hanging off. Like, I ain't, I ain't shit. Yeah, by the way, can you push me to work? Hello, okay, can you do something useful for me? But I I was thinking about how like as someone who was in a manic episode, if I had been someone who believed. Mm. Yeah, ripe fruit. She could have really got me if I had any money, okay? (laughs) I think she really would have got me because the thing, she had these very generic things to say, but they all definitely hit home as generic things do sometimes. And um, I'm feeling sadness. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know? Wow. She's like, you you know, you're very very close to your mom. And Hmm. I'm like, <laughs> I guess yes. you could say that. I yeah. mean, she is my mother. She birthed yeah. me. She yeah. Yeah. are close yeah. Yeah. genetically. Yeah. But I've never had like uh gone to a psychic and right. like Part of me is curious, but honestly, I think it feels scarier to believe. Yeah, I don't want to know. I'm like, I don't yeah, actually. Me I love going to psychics. Y'all are nuts. <laughs> so much fun. Listen, not I've never been to like a psychic's like storefront. I go to like psychics houses. Like in the park? No, no, no. Like, like they're legitimate homes. <laughs> like, they're usually very small, you know, like one or two bedrooms, cozy. A lot of single ladies who are like, yeah, okay. like, give me a piece of jewelry you've worn uh, for a long uh, time. Uh, and we're just uh, going to uh, do a reading. And you give them, like, you know, 80 to 100 bucks. And they spend, like, two hours talking to you. You don't even necessarily need to believe that what they're saying is true or that, like, the predictive <laughs> nature of what they're, like, I don't need to believe that what they're saying is going to happen. I'm just going there because it's like the closest I can get maybe to a religion. Like I grew up in like my dad's Southern Baptist and my mom is Roman Catholic. And so like lots of rules and guidance. But like when you go to a psychic, like anything is possible. And she's usually super sweet and nice. Are they like, do you feel like they're like accurate? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. But like when you do it. I love that you're looking uh, up. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, do I? Because I take take really detailed notes, like, when they're doing it. Like, we're trying to figure out, like, is it going to happen? Like, So you haven't gone back to one of them more than once? No. I haven't. No. It's always a different sidekick. But it's great. I have my own deck of tarot cards. I don't know if I believe, but sometimes I'm feeling like, I really know what's going on in my life. Or like, man, I have questions about this thing. You can just pull the cards. And again... That level of vagueness allows you to kind of project Interpret, and yeah. feel and think about how do I really feel about this? Yeah. Sometimes it depresses you because all the cards are bad and you're like, shit, <laughs> is my life going to hell? Probably. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like, I like that literally anything is possible with them. And if you don't like it, you could just put the cards together and flip again. And mm-hmm. is, is it like a, the secret visual visualization kind of thing where it's kind of like your faith in it kind of I makes it feel positive all religion though i feel like uh, I all, mean, all aspects of well, faith are, are stemmed mm, from that like if mm-hmm. you are putting in your good vibes or bad vibes or whatever you're most likely to get that outcome from it in the same way that i don't believe the success is a matter of like we were talking about earlier like so much of your success is based off of luck 
-hmm. right? So if you just don't give up and try to have the most positive outlook on things, eventually you're probably going to reach your goal or something close to it. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, luck, time, talent, preparation, all that stuff. And and even talent, the more you're doing something, the better you're getting at it. So it's really just time and and trying to have a positive outlook so that you don't want to hate the fact that you have to keep coming back to this thing over and over again. David DuVernay talks a lot about like, finding the way to love the work yeah yeah she's like you know if you're not enjoying your rewriting process you're never gonna get through your script and you're gonna have to do a lot of rewrites and take a lot of notes and so i think especially over the last like three years that's really been my goal is just to like can i find my way into loving the work um and it has been a lot better i'm a lot broker but (laughs) it's a lot better (laughs) that damn capitalism um it's a bitch you know i something resonated with me because God, I hate to say this because I feel like lesbians are not supposed to say this. Uh-oh. And I fear that I will never get a date ever again <laughs> once I say this. Give but a chance, ladies. I don't believe in astrology. Oh, my God. However, yes, I do. Okay, well, that's really, again, all that matters. Yes, I do. But what I will say for astrology is that it's thought provoking yes. and I feel like it has helped me describe my personality mm. by So you do think that you're, I don't your think like my signs your, I mean your sign? But if I say it then people are like no wonder you don't believe in astrology. <laughs> okay, wait, no, well, give okay. me your top 3. Give me your sun, your moon, and your right, rising. I'm oh a God. Cancer sun. Yes. Aries moon. Love it. Leo rising. Oh my gosh, there's so much fire in you. Um, <laughs> um True. All right, for lay people, uh, what's your main sign? What's cancer. Cancer. So what is that? Um, you know, it's like super emotional and nurturing. And, okay. I, and, you know, sometimes as someone who is very emotional and, um, nurturing. and nurturing, but like, you know, everyone like, I think when I started to not believe in astrology is because everyone was roasting my sign all the time. Ah, well. um, and well, I would be like, yeah, I have mood swings, not because I'm a cancer, but because I have a mood disorder. Like I'm bipolar. <laughs> like that's what that's from that's okay like, i don't know what to tell not my you. sign it's not that i was born in july <laughs> but it is because i was born into, into trauma like i don't really know what to tell you so but thought-provoking and do you like do, do you do stand-up at all no. or are you an actor no no she should right you're no. very funny oh my god don't You're very taking of Deborah Logan person. Do not tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny. You are. But, uh, oh do you do solo performance? You do write. A little bit. Oh my god! Do you, god. Do you, do you write? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good. I do. Um, Isn't she the best? But oh my god, I'm gonna die. accept these compliments in this. No, <laughs> you 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 have a uh, monologist. You're like a raconteur. You're very gifted. Mm, yeah. Oh my God! Adam can come back anytime. Maybe twenty bucks to say that, but you know. <laughs> wow. Um, this is on, okay. My face this, is on fire. Okay. It's beautiful. I'm like, oh no, you're full, all your signs are full of fire, so yeah. it oh, just makes right. sense. Yeah. Um, Which board? Th- we're at the point where we kind of need to start wrapping up the conversation. <laughs> okay. But I want to say anything about Witchboard before we close the episode. So. I think the thing to bring up that's probably the most subtextual here is progressive entrapment. It's oh, not yeah. It's not just when you're stuck in a conversation with a Bernie bro. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> so true. But no, I mean, because it can be seen as like, you know, an addiction oh, metaphor. Yeah. It's like she can't resist using the Ouija board. Emotional mm-hmm. manipulation. Um, it's yeah. the emotional yeah. ma- mm-hmm. manipulation of someone 
taking over her spirit and literally entering her. Um, like being pregnant. Yeah. Do, did any of you like have a reaction to that while watching the movie? Hmm. I had a reaction to them like ascribing what she's doing to like, oh, well, you're either pregnant or possessed. Like it's oh, yeah, yeah. a thing. I mean, I love when she would burst into the curse words and pop off because I thought Jim oh, yeah. was so annoying. I know y'all were like, Jim's cute. And I'm like, he's fucking annoying. I love when she, she told would him pop, to go shut the fuck, fuck up or like, go yeah. fuck himself. I was living. I was dying though when she, I have it written down here when she's like, how many times have I told you not to sneak up on me like that? God, I, re- yeah, wrote down, and you, I wrote down, bitch, you said it once. You, right? <laughs> you know how I feel about that. I think I've expressed yeah. okay. many times. But did the Malfador, the couple of those stings get you? Did you? Did, there's one you know that's like really got me. me. I mean, was at least did you jump knife. once? Yeah. I did knife. once, really high. The knife flying off the counter, oh, hitting yeah. the ground, and then the ketchup. The ketchup. That really got me. I was kind of messed up ways to start messing with people. Yeah, that was cool. the most mundane. As someone who's dropped a lot of knives before, <laughs> it's the most mundane like kitchen. Unexpected accident. though. No, it didn't I didn't hurt expect her. it, it didn't at all. Strike her, and it, and then like the blood symbolism of it just. What are you doing to me? The thing I, that I loved about it though, because it was so it was so well done. Yeah. yeah. But then like watching her flail around, I was like, she's just like standing there like making movements. <laughs> and like they're shooting it from her like too. Yeah. her chest up because like they just didn't have what they needed to show her, like mm-hmm. being flung around. So I was like, how did the same dude get this jump scare to work, but he can't get Tawny to Miss Dancing Machine herself <laughs> to throw herself around. It's not around a perfect science. You right? get what you get. Some, some, of the, some of them work better than others. You know, you only have so many days. And then I, mean, I was like, why do we have to see her vagina? Why do we have to see her body? Like, yeah, the new scene was a very classic oh, yeah. 80s new like, of like, out of nowhere. We definitely don't need it, but wouldn't it be great if you saw Tawny naked? Here's like, I mean, she's seconds. gorgeous. She's beautiful. Like, yeah. That was like, Let's get her naked on set. She was well, like, video, she started doing videos right around then, right? Music videos. That was like what she was most known for. Yeah. Right? She, yeah. she knew what to, you know, she was working it. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. her on Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. She did an episode okay. of Seinfeld. So we do have a question we ask every episode. Uh, does this movie get a pride float? Obviously we haven't talked a lot about the, you know, queer subtext of the movie necessarily. <laughs> talk about the movie. Um, but I don't know. What do you think? What is a pride float? Just okay. Oh, in terms of like. In a pride parade, would you give this as a. Yeah, float? like, is it an appropriate representation it a of any sort of. Is there queer positivity? Is there. Lifestyle? I don't. I think it's sort Something of anti gay in a way, right? Yeah. It's sort of like the. And I, I don't. I'm not saying that any conscious choice by the filmmakers. Oh, no. We're reading subtext of right. this, you know, but. I mean, uh, he literally shoots a Ouija board, basically being like, die gay. Yeah. Die. Yeah. So no, <laughs> I think Zara Beth gets oh a, yeah a, like a party for yeah she gets a white and witches the, the landlady <laughs> the in Palm Springs with good hair like in the desert yeah. yeah yeah with friends I would like a pride flip that acknowledges uh, queers who are in love with their best friends before they're out to themselves oh and so maybe no. in that way the, like just the hotel it really scene did. where he's yes. like shut up that shut scene. up and I'm like are you guys gonna admit that you I, well, I also so wanted I wanted him to use his toothbrush. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, that would have been. There were so many moments for romantic things to happen. Uh-huh. And just but like, no, we're not going to do it. Is using like, someone's wouldn't. toothbrush romantic? Well, I thought it would have been. My, let me tell you it's what, my boyfriend erotic. has done it. Yeah. I hate it. I mean, it's gross. It's but, I mean, it is wild theory. that you like. Also, like, why didn't you like, pack anything? I mean, <laughs> and it is wild. I don't know why it's gro- like 
I'll lick your asshole, yeah. but I won't use your toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's I don't know why. Theory: the sharing of anything intimate. I think I don't think a tooth. Yeah, that is weird. Like I don't like sharing like drinks with people, <laughs> and I do keep that even with people I will then make out with like later. With. Yeah. yeah, I. <laughs> I have almost zero boundaries. Almost nothing bothers me. I'm like, what the fuck ever? Like, just do it. Like, who cares? Uh, so I don't, I don't share any of these things. Like, share a drink, share food. I don't know. None of it. Whatever. But you know, that, like, that is true, though, that the resentment, that deep rooting, like, you know, wanting to be something, wanting to do something. In that time, I mean, a lot of those friends, they ended up getting married and there was that hatred almost. Yeah. And, like, atomic level of, like, why Absolutely. I you burned me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so it does tap into that. So, you know. Yeah, just maybe, maybe half a float, maybe. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, look, it was the eighties. It was the eighties. It was not easy to be out Ronald and Reagan proud on the eighties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brandon's mullet gets a pride float. No, yeah, okay. no, that's not. And gay. his pinky ring, that and then his pinky gay. ring gets a <laughs> gay. Pride float. Yo, for real. Yeah. yeah, and it's just the pinky ring. Yeah, yeah. it's a big a version bit. of the pinky ring. A big pinky. Yeah. No. Dot com shirt ripped. Yeah. I will say, if you want really detailed and awesome analysis of Witchboard, you should check out... I was going to read a passage, <laughs> but I'm not anymore. Um, it's Men, Women, and Chainsaws, Gender in the Modern Horror oh, cool. Film by Carol J. Clover. Mm. Um, she is famous for inventing the term, the final girl. Um, but she talks about possession films in the second chapter of the book, which is called Opening Up. Um, it's in the terms of how women are treated as vessels to be entered or filled up and it's a really interesting chapter that compares the exorcist and witchboard is the kind of two primary texts of the chapter she talks about the you know how tawny katane is treated she talks about the uh homosexual subtext between the two of them and in terms of how that gender could be applied to that in terms of that theory it's really interesting i would really recommend yeah definitely um but that's the end of this show. That was amazing. It was. It actually is. What, this was great. I know we didn't talk about the movie a lot, folks, but I hope you enjoyed the other I was conversation because I was enjoying yeah. the hell out of myself. I was it supposed was to leave. You were. Oh yeah, and couldn't. We were going to stage your death. Yeah, yeah. we were, we're, we're, were going to kill me off. I glad you just, stayed, though. You're I would have missed stories. those compliments. Well, I would have texted recorded you later. <laughs> You're so funny. You should act. <laughs> so, so where can we find everyone on the internets, Michael? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Michael Ken Ken. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Black Cupcake, and, and my art Instagram is at Gotti yeah, Los girl, Angeles. Plug that yeah, shit. she got a show coming up. True. Congratulations. Adam, what about you? Uh, Adam Robitel, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I am Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique. If you find me on Instagram, there's an underscore between the two names. Uh, also, uh, go to Nerdificent. We talked about Endgame endlessly. Ooh. Got into all the juicy subtext. I once again explain how I did not like Tony Stark, but then I fell in love with him because what a journey. That was a great um, piece that you wrote. Thank you You're so welcome. much. Uh <laughs> Playboy. There's an article there you can check out. Also, if you guys are in the Ontario, California area on the 19th of May at Comic-Con Revolution, I'm hosting four panels. Oh, yeah. cool. It is going to be such a long day, but feel free to join me. Super Say hi fun. if you see me. We're going to be talking about Ladies of the Dark Side for Star Wars. I'm talking to the voice of freaking Darth Maul. Oh. Uh, I'll be talking to the voice of Samurai Jack, which I'm not sure how. Um, you guys have to come <laughs> You're to You're stroking your face. It's, it's going to be. I, his voice is so sexy. I don't know how we're going to get through the conversation. Um, so check that out. Uh, all these times are online. Adam, do you have anything you want to talk about? Really quick. Anything plug. Uh, no, no, I'm just. This is really fun. I yeah, Thanks I for being back. on. Oh, Watch Escape yeah. Room. It's on yes. uh, iTunes. Right yeah, now, Escape right? Room yeah. just dropped yeah. on iTunes. Yes. Yeah. All the streaming. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And Thank you me. can find the show on Twitter. 
Twitter and Instagram at QuirrelPod. You can find me on Twitter at It's Raining Brens. And I'm actually going to be on the podcast Fright School. Um, the la- the previous Monday after this drops, it'll be an interview with me. And the Monday after, <laughs> we're going to be discussing From Beyond, which I believe neither of the two hosts have seen before. Oh, cool. I'm very excited to expose them to that. <laughs> They're expecting you to do all the tech setup. I just want you to know. Oh, no. <laughs> I have it at home, Adam. (laughs) Well, I hope you guys talk about the movie as much as we did tonight. Yeah, I'm sure. I just want to say, I really do love Witchboard. It's like a cult classic. It's great. It's super fun. You know, and so yeah, that's why I suggested it. And so, even though we're talking flippantly about it, some of it. Well, I hope you're not upset. We kind of strayed, but as soon as you start talking about your grandmother, I didn't give a shit about that. You can't tell a story like that. (laughs) Like you brought so much to the episode. I'm so happy. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thank you. And bye. Bye.